Grant us strength in the name of Messiah. God, strengthen the apostle tonight, God. Strengthen him now, God. Strengthen him, God. Strengthen him, God. Strengthen him now, God. Strengthen him now, God. Oh, God, I'm a Christian, Messiah. Strengthen him now, God. God, we undergird him now, God. In the Holy Ghost. We undergird him now. Oh, God, I'm far off. We undergird him now. In the name of Jesus. We undergird him now, God. In the things of God. We thank him now. Oh, God. For you, King, 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 King. King of glory, God. From the crown of his head to the bottom of his feet now. God, we undergird. And then in the we stretch our angels. Right now, God, where he sits. Oh, God, we strengthen him now. Where he sits now, God. In the name of Jesus. Low battery. Hallelujah. 
We open up the doors. We open up our ear gates. We open up our eye gates. We open up our sensory gates right now in the name of Jesus. Even though we know that he's tired in his body, Father, we pray that God begin to impart, amen, restore the virtue so he can pour out to us, to his children on tonight. And those who are listening on the radio broadcast, those who are listening on the broadcasting network on tonight. Hallelujah. And we thank God for what he's getting ready to do. I feel there's a shift of a deliverance that's going to take place on tonight. I can feel it right in my back. I can feel it, and it's so strong. And Father, we send forth the release right now. Father, we know that you're awesome. With wisdom and power and love, our God is an awesome God. Hallelujah. 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 We are bringing forth on tonight, amen, none other, amen. We introduce to some and introduce to others that are listening live, that are listening to the conference line, that are listening on the radio broadcast, that's listening on the podcast on tonight, that's listening to 14 other platforms that God has blessed us with, and whatever that God allowed ELR prophetic shift, it's also trickle down, amen. Our Father, our spiritual Father is blessed as well. Whatever we do, amen, goes, amen, hallelujah. And we thank God for what he's getting ready to do on tonight. Father, as he begin to decrease, oh God, in the spirit of prayer, Tecletos begin to release in the atmosphere on tonight. As the apostle called forth the alignment, amen, to come forth on tonight. We pray that our ears and our eyes, everything be clear, amen, as we get ready to bring forth on tonight. None other, amen, on tonight, live, amen, hallelujah, and from Fort Lauderdale and Lithonia, Georgia on tonight. None other than our honorable, amen, the chief, amen, hallelujah, general, amen, hallelujah, chief apostle, Rodney Tate. God bless you on tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Grace and peace. Blessings and honor to all under the sound of my voice. I first give honor to God, my Father, Yahweh, the great Jehovah. Hallelujah. The self-sufficient one, the creator of heaven and earth, and all that in them is, and to his Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, amen, our Lord and Savior, kinsman, Redeemer, the one who purchased us with his blood, amen, and through the Holy Spirit, the glory, and mind muted, he's our comforter, you are HaKadosh, amen. And to you, thank you, God, to my daughter, amen, um, Dr. Erica um, Robertson, uh, and to my other daughter, uh, Poplis Elmore Taylor, to Pastor Paul, and to Poplis Belinda Lane, amen. I love you all brand new. 
I want to apologize to my daughter. I was wanting to give a call back, but I had lost um, over this um, yesterday. I found out that my God brother had passed away. He, he was saved, so he's in the glory, thank God, but it really had hit me hard. And um, it was a shocker. Um, uh, just uh, been dealing with the family and that. Amen. Um, so we have to um, uh, forgive me if I didn't call you back. Um, I ask you to forgive me. Amen. Um, but anyway, um, um, God do, does have word for us. And it's Praise Lord. Bless you. Amen. Oh, bless you, dearie. Bless you. Um, God does have a word for us. Amen. Um, we have to understand that in this next battle that we are uh, coming to, whether who's in office is going to take the power of God. Amen. It's going to take the power, literally, it's going to take the power of God. Amen. I mean, kingdom power of God Amen. to bring us through this next wave under this New Amen. Testament co uh, covenant that Jesus Amen. cut on the cross for us. He had warned us of how uh, because iniquity abound, the love of many shall wax cold, and we see this. It is here. Uh, you cannot run up or hide from it. It is here. Um, the political parties is really trying to start a civil war between his people. Um, and it's not about really black or white. It is not about um, Democrat or Republican, those are nothing but excuses. It's about Christians. It is about Israel and Jerusalem. I hear background noise. If you can mute your phone, or oh, got that background noise. It's about Israel. It's about living holy before God. So we're going to meet up some power. Power to stand. Power to walk upright. Power to call sin, sin. Power to call holiness, holiness. Power to face the Antichrist and call it the way it T-I-E uh, There's no time to be a pacifist in these time, in these days. We have to be soldiers like never before because havoc is going to hit America's land. And I'm going to start with the apostles. We the one got to bring forth this army. The same way that the apostles 
in old, amen, uh, Peter and John and all the way to Paul, they brought havoc. They were not scared. They called it just what it was or what it is. And even Paul had dissected it to a science so that we can understand. And many call themselves apostles and are not. They got the title, but I don't see that apostolic work. I say religion, but I don't see Jesus. I hear Jesus come out their mouth. Even Joel said, said, said uh, uh, what did Isaiah? But anyway, said, you praise me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. In other words, your mouth says yes, but you're asking to say, no, Jesus, I ain't doing that. Not me. But your mouth saying yes. You got on that beautiful garment. You got the pretty ring on your finger. Wearing that big old golden cross. And your mouth says yes, but your heart is saying no. You're saying no. How do I know? Your fruit tell on you. The love that you share with your brothers and your sisters and even your enemy lets me know. Let me say that again. Even your enemies lets me know. How you treat your enemies. Jesus told us to love our enemies. And more churches church folk hate Donald Trump. I may not like him, but I don't hate him. I may not like some of the things he says and how he uh, present himself, but I don't hate him. And I've seen more church leaders teach folks how to hate. They the Lord rebuke you. He has given us power over hate. And it's bad when a pulpit master it. Like the preacher that's taken over any lungs church just because uh, 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 an artist that came and performed at his church had donated the church some money and just because he liked Donald Trump he don't get the money that I don't need that money. He's self-righteousness. Slap in the Lord. I just self-righteous. That's a Pharisee spirit if I ever saw it. He's giving it to the church to help the church get to another level. And just because he liked Donald Trump. Just when church leaders God is so wicked. You preach a good game, but your walk has shown me something different. And I say it to your face, if you're hearing this message, wrong, and the truth ain't in you. You know that man an apology, 
here it is almost a year later, you still haven't apologized. You're out of order. We got to love our enemy. We got to forgive on purpose. We have to love on purpose. We got to help one another out on purpose. And what Jesus did, who are we to act any different than Jesus did? Nicodemus was a Pharisee. Just because he was a Pharisee, God, Jesus didn't kick him to the curb. They had a conversation, and Jesus told him, you must be born again. A whole lot of folks that's from the pulpit to the back pew must be born again. Because you put have been born again the first time. Amen, I'll ask somebody. I'm speaking from my heart. Where's the love? How do men know that ye are my disciple by the love we have towards one another? A new commandment that I give you. A new commandment I give you. That you love one another. Not fight one another. They're Christian body. They're not Republicans nor we Democrats. We're holy. We're team Jesus. We judge sin, not people and what party they're in. We only judge sin. I know some Democrats this much. From, from the White House to the outhouse. Liars, cheaters. And to let you know, thanks to God, the Republicans and the Democrats, they both, to be honest with you. Is playing us against one another. Like we just a bunch of tricks. I had to talk so plain and so rough. But remember, Satan is the God of this world. He's still the God of this world. I'm going to say that one more again because some of y'all like you don't understand it. Satan is the God of this world. And if nobody in the political theater is saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, they plan us against each other. And so, you know, how divided it can stand, understand me? And, and because, you know, the division, you know, and we focusing on party, who's right, who's wrong, who's weak and who's strong, you know, uh, while we focusing on one another, they just, uh, um, um, slowly but surely, Subtly uh, ushering in the Antichrist um, for his position. While we looking at one another, say, okay, okay, take another step, Antichrist. Take another step, Antichrist. Take another step, Antichrist. Take another step, Antichrist. And we too busy fighting about a party. And not declaring the word, but fighting over a party. Shame on us. We ought to be able to stand in the middle of it and say, Republicans, you wrong here, here, and here. Democrats, you wrong here, here, and here. Democrats, who gives you the right uh, 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 to vote in 
same-sex American celebrated. Nobody got a right to be a gay or a lesbian, according to the word of God. But no, what, what preacher did that? Nobody got a right to commit murder, uh, uh, shedding innocent blood, and even will not. You know, he had the audacity, you know, the, uh, 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 who are some, some people that, that, that promote the you know, abortion, have funded him. I did my research. Funded him. But so you're a preacher. And seven things that the Lord hate. One was shedding innocent blood. And you got the people that backs up, that funds the abortion. What you call them, folks? Somebody help me out there. Uh, 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 uh. Parenthood, is that them? Yeah. Somebody give me a yes or a no. Parenthood? Yes, Planned Parenthood. Yes. Oh, okay. That parenthood has financially got this preacher. And if I'm a, as a preacher, yeah, if I as a preacher, I wouldn't accept not that money. Because then I'm condoning abortion. Come on. And that's what makes me, uh, 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 that's what makes me as a preacher. I'm talking about Rodney Tate now. That would make me an accessory to the crime against God's law. And he's hiding behind, I'm the pastor Martin Luther King Old Church. Really, you ain't got his anointing. You're not Dr. King. You're somebody else. A fake and a fraud, according to the word. You should know them by their fruit. Not how well they live or prophesy or how well they who. Yeah, I called out a name. So did Paul. A marvelous and fugilist. And, and he called out names. I'm calling them out today. By permission of the Holy Ghost. People can get involved with all that political bull. He said, render to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and render to God what belongs to God. Thanks. How beautiful is the unity of the saints. When the saints are in unity, they cannot make up laws to come against the saints because the glory of the saints will be too powerful, but because of our whoredom in the church, because of our slander in the church, because of our lying in the church, because of our homosexuality and lesbianism in the church, because, oh, do I need to say more? They're making up the law to take the Bible even out of the house, trying to do it in California, but luckily, there was somebody that stood up and said no. But they were trying. Who's to say they wouldn't succeed next time if the church don't unify? God's given us power. How long you gonna sit on it? Uh, are you an apostle? Uh, 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 an apostle? Uh, uh, an imposter? 
a hireling. You're a hireling when you sleep with the sheep. You're a hireling if you try to uh, tell somebody, don't hang around Johnny, he left the church. But, uh, he didn't leave, right? And God told Johnny to leave. Who are you to tell? Uh, well, God didn't tell me. Well, he ain't going to tell you everything. God did not tell Elijah, who for sure was a seer. But when the woman's son died, he said, my head, my head, and laid in his mother's lap and died. She went to go see the man of God. He sent his, his armor bearer out there and asked his all is well. She said, oh, yeah, all is well. He ran back, oh, all is well, Elijah. But when she got in his face, I didn't ask for this child. And you prophesied a child, and I had that baby, and I taken care of that baby. I loved that baby. And then he came to me, talking about my head, my head, and died. What did a man of God say? Someone that was close to God, that's hearing God's voice, you know, stopping raining and doing all kind of miracles, signs and wonders. Amen. He said, oh, the Lord hid this from me. Certain things God hired from us preachers to test our hearts. But you flunk the test every time. Please, around, I've never trusted my dad. Can't forgive nothing. And you want to preach by the tormenting spirit in you. You want to lay hands on folks. Kill them. But that's what needs to happen. And repent. So many of our babies are dying in the streets. And you too busy worried about somebody who left your church. How can a person spread the gospel if they don't leave the nest? That's not further in the kingdom, sitting behind looking at your nappy head. It's not further in the kingdom. We've got to train disciples and send them out. That's it. That means the cash leaves, that means everything leaves. they got to go and handle kingdom business and save souls. Yeah. They got a well-need, not a position, but they got a fix. Our kids are marrying each other out in the street, molesting one another. Own drugs. They're creating new drugs. Just to kill our babies. And you too busy fussing about a denomination. You too busy fussing about a, a, a doctrine. You too busy fussing and debating and, and competing and jealousy, and, and you call yourself a preacher, the devil is a doggone liar, and the truth ain't in I love my Methodist brothers. I love my apostolic brothers and sisters. I love my Church of God in Christ, and I love my Baptist brothers. I want to unite with them and turn the tide and must on the enemy cat and save God's baby, not compete. Not try to drain them of all their money. Top of line. You are howling when you do those things. You don't care about the sheep. 
That's why when a wolf come called Corona, where are you now with that healing ministry? <laughs> oh, you was packing out stadiums, but now we don't want to hear from you. Where's that healing ministry at now? Oh, Pastor, you still want some tithes and you came to call your members and check up on them? But you want that money though, right? What you doing with it? What hungry man did you feed? What homeless person did you ship to got a hotel since you don't have a, 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 a church note that you was renting? You know, in that storefront no more. Who are you helping but you help getting no time? Who are you helping? Or were you just a hireling? I was hungry, you didn't feed me. I was sick, you didn't visit me. I was in prison, you didn't even come visit me. No, you can busy doing your own thing. But you a preacher. You're supposed to be chosen of God. Name it, claim it. And disclaim it. Empress Holy Ghost. It's an embarrassment. And then we who really love God, really fixing his face. We who holding up the bloodstained banner have to catch a bunch of hell because we tell the truth. I become your enemy because I, 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 just because I tell you the truth, I become your enemy about the gospel, how God runs things, what his covenant says, and show you in cost uh, references. People don't like, don't like, don't like when you, when you um, report the truth. That sin is sin. That holiness is holiness. God is holy, and he commanded us the word of God says, be ye holy, for I, the Lord God, am holy. What's so holy about committing adultery and fornication? What's so holy about being homosexual or lesbian? What's so holy about proper lying for a few bucks? What's so holy about a man uh, causing division amongst the brethren? Nothing holy about it at all. We have to set the standard, and it starts with us apostles. Do we have the heart of the apostolic? Or do we want to pat on the back? Want to be seen of men like the Pharisee? Well, I hate to bust your bubble, but our Lord has said something about that. He said, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye set up the kingdom of heaven against uh, uh, men, for ye neither, uh, neither go in yourself, neither suffer ye them that 
are entering to go in. Woe unto you, uh, uh, spies and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye devour widows' homes and for a pretense make long prayer. Therefore, ye shall receive a greater damnation. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye compare sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he is made, made ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourself. Woe unto you, scribes, and uh, woe unto you, ye blind gods, uh, would say, whosoever shall swear by the temple, it is nothing, but whosoever swear by the gold of the temple, uh, he is a debtor. Ye fools and blind. For whether is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold. And, uh, and whosoever shall swear by the altar, it is nothing, but whosoever swear by the gift that is upon it, he, he is guilty. Ye fools and blind. For whether is, is, is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctified the gift. Whosoever therefore shall swear by the altar, swear by it, and by all uh, things thereon, and whosoever shall swear by the temple, swear by it, and by him that dwelleth therein. Help us, Holy Ghost. And he that shall swear by the heaven, swear by heaven, swear by the throne of God, and by him that set us on the throne. Woe to your spies and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye pay tithes and, and of, of mint and anise the, 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 the common, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law. Judgment, mercy, and faith. Judgment, mercy, and faith. Judgment, mercy, and faith. These all ye to have done, and not to leave the others undone. Ye blind guys that strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. Woe unto you, spies and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye may clean the outside of the cup and of the plate, but within they are full of extortion and access. Thou blind Pharisees, cleanse first that which is within the cup and plate platter, and the outside of them may be clean also. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are like unto white sepulchre, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men bones and of all uncleanness. This is what Jesus is saying. Jesus saying this to all the fake preachers. Hello. He's talking about you. Those who are sincere and holding up the bloodstained better, right on, right on, right on. I salute you in the name of Jesus, and we're praying for you because your job is not easy. He went on to say about the scribes and Pharisees, even so, ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. We want to despise and Pharisee, the 29th verse. Hallelujah. Hypocrite. 
because he built the tombs of the prophets and Nasha uh, and garnished the sepulchres of the righteous and say, if we had been in the days of our fathers, uh, we would not have been partakers of them in the blood of the prophets. What did Jesus say? Wherefore ye be witness unto yourself that ye are the children of them that killed the prophets. Fill ye up the measure of your father, these serpents, these generation of vipers. How can you escape the damnation of hell? Wherefore, send unto you prophets and wise men and squires, and some of them ye shall kill and crucify, and some of them uh, shall ye scourge in your synagogues and persecute them from city to city. These days coming back, baby. And then y'all know. I'm going to read that verse right there again. Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets, real ones, not the one that's after money, real ones. I send forth to you prophets and wise men and squires, and some of them ye shall kill and crucify. Check. Got to cut off the ministry. We got lost to protect us in America. Someone is really physically dying over there in China and in Africa and in the Arabic nations. They're dying. They're being killed. And some of them ye shall scourge in your synagogue. Oh, just because we tell the truth, you don't like us. <laughs> Backbite, uh, talk about it behind your back, kill your members, uh, and not decide for kill your members, uh, uh, not to say amen, uh, at the truth of the word. I seen that done too. Mm -hmm. And persecute them from city to city. You get on that telephone, that email, and send out an email blast, slandering folks' names, text blast, slandering folks' names, the telephone. Slandering folks' name from city to city. That upon you may come all the righteous blood shed from uh, shed upon the earth from the blood of righteous Abel unto the blood of Zechariah the son of Archaeus, whom you slew between the temple and the altar. Let us say unto you, all these things shall come upon this generation. From righteous Abel to Zechariah, from A to Z, from the beginning of the first sin in heaven to the last sin on earth. A for Abel, Z for Zechariah, from A to Z. time for the body of Christ to get it right. Because the more we are divided, the more they're going to be able to make laws against the body of Christ. You don't think that it can happen, but Jesus already let us know in the last day, Palestine shall come. He already warned us in the book of Revelation how they're going to war against the church. And we're too busy warring against each other. No wonder it'll be easy for them to take us out. Because we're too busy being Republican or Democratic. Baptist that catch a God in Christ, you got more faith in your denomination than Christ himself. That's a shame. That's idolatry. I don't put no institution, no denomination, no person, no cell phone, no nothing before my God. 
That's idolatry. I don't bow down to none of those things. No wife, no children. I love them. I'll provide for them. I'll take care of them. But I ain't going to bow down and, 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 and compromise the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. In my, in my spirit, in my soul, my mind, my intellect, my reasoning, my decision, my choices, I'll get make emotional feelings and free will. Knowing my physical body to be a slut that's preaching behind the pulpit. If I'm going to go to hell, I'm going to go to hell first class. I'm not going to hell, sitting in church preaching the gospel. I will go first class. You know, I'll pimp, I'll play, I'll sell drugs. If I'm going to go to hell, I'm going to go to hell, right? But not sitting in church, not in the pulpit with my apostolic garment on like some of, you know, some of the apostolic leaders have been doing, some of the apostles been doing, some of the evangelist Baptist teachers been doing. And God is tired of it. Because of causing division in the church. You're causing those that's really seeking Jesus because of your way. They don't want nothing to do with Jesus or the church. And he's tired of it. Get it right. It's time for the full body of Christ to repent. Those that haven't been, who've been really uh, uh, sincere about the Lord, repent on the behalf of those that are doing it. It's time for the body of Christ to repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Too many of our babies is dying, and we have the answer, and we live in like we don't. We have the anointing and the power. I give you power to tread upon serpents, which is prince demons, scorpions. Uh, which is his, his captains are general and over and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you we got the answer we got the word of god and his word doesn't come back void but accomplish that it was sent out to do but we need to speak the word of god in faith and in power of the holy spirit we can't do it without the Holy Ghost. This is not a a a a show. We're not auditioning at the Apollo. Oh, send me a text so I know how you preach. No, you pray me in. In other words, I don't want to come. If I got to send in an audition tape, the early church prayed, and the Holy Ghost let them know. On a videotape or some type of tape. I remember 12 years ago, this pastor asked me for a, 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 a videotape. I said, You better get on your knees if you want me to come to your church. Now, in fact, I'm preaching that such and such today. If you want to know who I am, you come. Amen, amen. I don't send out additional taste. This is not the addition at the Apollo. You pray preachers in when you start doing like the early church did and pray uh, in real preachers, God will send in real preachers. Not preachers that's going to sleep with your daughters. 
Tell that's my wife. The Lord said that's my wife. And they are now, it's been saved two or three weeks. And they're supposed to be saved 15, 20 years. How God going to give them somebody that's unequally yoked in the anointing? They couldn't pray over that man or that woman. Unequally yoked in the anointing. Unequally yoked in prayer life. Unequally yoked in the word. It's unequally yoked. You'll be unequally yoked as a Christian. You didn't know? We're surprised, surprised, surprised. That's my wife. No, you lust him. Take them on dates and sleep them with them. I've seen it. I'm not talking talk about something that I'm, I think I know. I'm talking about something that I know. I've seen it. I was ministering at this one church that I was invited to preach at in Houston, Texas. This is a true testimony, y'all. And the bishop, it was at this bishop church in Houston, Texas. And his spiritual father was there. The spiritual dad out here saying there's only, only that one father, and that's God. The spiritual dad was there, and his spiritual dad had introduced me. Oh, he spoke so eloquently. He knew how to romance words to make them words sound so good and so anointed. And he introduced me, boy, the way that he introduced me. Boy, you were just as beautiful as can be. I mean, he knew how to fluctuate his voice, announce those words, just so beautiful words like, like, like it was nothing. But when the Lord had me to get up there and give me a message, infallible proof, the cost, the response of your And when I got to the cost, the Lord had shifted me. And before my brain can catch up to the words that I said out of my mouth, I spurred out, and Bishop, I'm talking to the bishop of the church. God is tired of these apostles coming in your church saying that somebody is their wife that is a novice, a baby Christian, and can't pray their way through a white paper sack. How they going to cover the man of God? That's nothing but a booty call. And I said it just like that over the pulpit. And I ducked behind that wood and told him. I said, Lord, why am I out here? Lord, why am I out here? <laughs> my mouth said it before my brain could sit. Because if God would have told me what I was going to say, I would have been wrestling with him. In the pulpit now, God, you don't want me to say that. Really? Oh, come on, God. You don't want me to say that. Oh, but God said it the way he wanted to say it, and he did not bite his tongue when he said it in the attitude he wanted to say it in through me. And I stuck behind that with him, podium. I said, Lord, why am I out here? I didn't know why. He never did answer me either to this day. But what he did do, he quickened my body, and I said, and, 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 and made me stand back up 
And I said, wow, I'm out here. And that boy hit that organ, and he left the place. He would start coming out of folks. He didn't even have to lay his head in. I mean, demons start coming out, screaming, coming out, spitting, slobbing, under the power of the Holy Ghost. Because this is the season that he will be attacking those that's causing his babies to turn away from him, that scatter the sheep. Attack, Lord Jesus, attack by your Holy Ghost. Arise, O Lord. He said, vengeance was yours, that you were recompensed. Attack! Till the Spirit of the Lord attack. And save your people from the wolves and sheep's clothing. In the name and by the blood of Jesus Christ, I pray. And let the body of Christ say amen. Amen. I know this is a hard message, but you got to understand it was a hard way to the cross. Amen. All about Jesus was betrayed into the hands of men where they slapped him around, tossed on him, kicked on him, beat on him, and then turned him over to Pontius Pilate where he did worse damage. The Kenneth whip where they pulled all his bones in the vertebrae out of joint and cut all his meat up. He's down to his arteries and the blood was gushing out. That's a whipping point. He should have died there, but Jesus was determined to make it to the cross for you. Cross. Amen. Crowned him with thorn and mocked him and punched him and kicked him and, and slapped him and jawbone out of joint, elbow bone out of joint, fingers and vertebrae out of joint, hip bones out of joint. When they put that old wooden cross on his back, and where he was falling over, being kicked on, yet beat on, yet punched on, a horrific scene. And he made his way up Calvary Mountain. When they nailed him to the cross, he lay there willfully. And he forgave them because he loved them. Can we love our enemies unto them? Even Stephen had put on that spirit. Father, don't hold this to their charge. And he, and he died. And they stoned him. Jesus forgave them. And died and rose again. So we can be like him. Not like your pastor, not like your apostle, not like me. I want none of y'all to be like me. I want y'all to be like Jesus. You may not have somebody. Amen. Don't be like Rodney Tate. I was born in sin. I was shaped in iniquity. I had to go by way of the cross of Christ to get saved. I had to accept him. I had to repent. Hallelujah. And, 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 and be baptized in water. I had to be born again now. 
and baptized in the Holy Ghost. I had to study to show myself approved unto God, or what we needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, not to dress it up for my own gain. Jesus paid a written price for us. He purchased us with his blood. The church belonged to God. It does not belong to the apostles. It don't belong to the prophets, the regular pastors, or the teachers. The church belongs to Christ Jesus. For he said, upon this rock, I will build my church. He's not apostle taste church. My church. And you are not the church. Not the building. People is the church. Amen. And people go to the house in prayer to fellowship one with another, to strengthen one another, to learn from one another. They have fellowship with one another in the Lord. Amen. And then we take that strength out to the streets. And when souls on the highways and byways and compel men to come to Jesus, not your congregation, to Jesus first. And when they give their life to Christ on the street and feel in the presence of God and the anointing that's radiating out of your life, they're going to follow you to the congregation you go to. Amen. But we've been doing it backwards. You want to introduce them to your pastor who might not truly be saved. It may not have somebody. Amen. I remember mine. That's why Shirley and I. He was in this one church in Oakland, California. And the bishop had another woman in his office. Uh-huh. And his wife walked up in there when they was uh, doing their little thing. <clears throat> doing the dirty. <clears throat> and I'm hearing all this stuff, stuff, and all this fussing, and I heard out of their mouth what was going on. And I heard I got my kids out of there because I didn't want them to behold nothing like that. And say, all oh, these folks are faking because they were small kids. Amen. That's why I can preach on it the way I do. Both split the church. Same yeah. way happened with Jamal Bryant, split the church in Virginia. Yeah. Had a baby on the outside. Exactly we can. Same thing. Get it on. Same thing. This is domination. It's wrong. Can't tell what they're doing. Some make it back, some don't. 
Amen. Mm-hmm. God was to come for some of us tonight. Will we really make it to heaven? Because if you ask from the Bible, be present with the Lord. Will we be present with the Lord or will we be in a lake of fire? Like the rich man with Lazarus. Lazarus in Abraham's bosom, just chilling. And the rich man was in hell. And he saw cast away. And he said, Father Abraham, send us a little bit, just a little water on the finger to cool my tongue. This is a good fix. Well, send them back to my kinfolk. Well, they have Moses and the prophets. And if they don't hear them, they're not going to believe one to come from the dead. Amen. That's why you can't tell me some of these preachers believe. Because they wouldn't be doing none of the stuff they're doing. Oof. But if you truly believe God, you wouldn't do something. If we truly believe God, the Holy Ghost empowers us to keep oneself. That we have the anointing to help others to keep themselves and live victorious lives in Christ Jesus. Can we be examples? Those that are connected to this ministry, I expect you to be an example. And I'm looking for nothing else to be an example. I'm not saying you're not going to make mistakes along the way. As long as you be honest with yourself, say, oh, Lord, I messed up. God, help me here. This is where I need help at. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I commit this to you. Please forgive me. Mm-hmm. I confess that mm-hmm. this is where I am at. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. If you see a brother in a fault, restore such a one considering yourself. Not blast their business all over the world like CNN News, like some of y'all do, preaching on folks over the pulpit. You some poker, look beautiful on the outside, and like dead men bones on the inside. That's wicked. That's wrong. To help our brother. Preachers can't go to one another because they're jealous of their ministry and they want to take their ministry so they spread their business. They're praying and feeling. Restoring such a one. I've seen that too. In the year of our Lord. In the 20s and in in the 1900s, I seen it. What are we going to do? Are we going to continue on as usual, or are we going to have a church not as usual? I prefer to have a church not as usual. In Christ Jesus. Amen. God given us the power. Let's walk in it. Talk to the Holy Spirit. 
in the name of Jesus, I send the order your steps to open your eyes, to remove the veil, so that you can see clearly, to unstop your ears so you can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, because Christ is soon to return. And when that trumpet blows, I want to see everyone, I'm going to stand in my voice up there with me. I want to see you. I don't want you to go through the, 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 the main tribulation of time. I want to see you because we are so close. I want to see you there. Amen. Amen, The floor is open for any comments at this time. Well, as usual, excellent teaching, very excellent teaching. And there is one thing we're talking about, husbands and wives, and I'm speaking to the husbands now, that you need to listen to your wife. If, if your wife, if you're planning on doing something Amen. and your wife doesn't agree with you, it's not, well, I'm not anyway, I'm, 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 uh, 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 uh. My philosophy, and I learned this a while back through a class called Mary's Ministries International, you both go back and pray. You come back together. If you're not, if there's not 100% agreement, then I ain't doing it. I'm not going to go against my wife. I'm, I mean, if she says no, nah, I really don't, great, no problem. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to say that and unfortunately, there are too many ministers in the pulpit that are just salespeople. They're just, you know, there's no sincerity. It's just a numbers game. And, and you know, yeah, thank you. That's the word, hireling, hireling, exactly, hireling. And, and, and you know, we've, we've got to be separate. We've got to be different. We have to be different in everything that we do. When uh, I owned a sandwich and donut shop a long time ago, there was a Christian fellow that owned a hamburger stand down the street, and we connected, and he was a great Christian, awesome guy. He said, listen, Paul, don't hire Christians. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, they will not do an excellent job. He said, just don't do it. I'm done. I said, I, I'm, I do not hire Christians because they see me as a Christian. They think that they can get away with shoddy work. And so, but, and I always use that myself. When I go in to do a job, I'm, I'm asking the Holy Spirit, what do I need to see? What, what do I need to do? And also the Holy Spirit has just been convicting me about Praying without thinking. You know, I personally have to drive from job to job. And in between that time, I call it my windshield time. And that's when I'm in the Spirit. That's when I'm praying. That's when I'm talking to the Lord and not letting my mind control me and tell me, well, this needs to be done and blah, blah, blah. No, that's when I'm... I'm before the Lord, and I'm interceding, and I'm praying. And, and yeah, it's work. It's work to teach ourselves to pray without ceasing. 
that the benefits are awesome. Again, that was an excellent service. And, and if you could, uh, if I could get a copy of that, I would really appreciate it. Yes, sir. I have the recording on the line as well. Excellent. And with that, I'll go back to work. Amen. Well said. I like the part when you said about if your wife does not agree. Amen. See, there's power in agreement. This is why he says that. Yes. Yes. You see? And I'm going to give you an analogy. There's only time when a man pulls rank. is when God tells him to do something. For instance, Moses had to go back to Egypt after he met God. Mm -hmm. He was so excited that he went and told Sephira.
That's a bad sign. Amen. That scriptural references. That scriptural references. Okay. Amen. But, on your natural things, you better. And uh, before you even purchase a church building, talk to your spouse. Amen. On these natural things. Make sure you are with one accord. Because there's power yes, in the Amen. Yeah. Anybody else have anything to say? I want to say it was an excellent message tonight. Uh, blessings to each and everybody that's on the line tonight in the name of Jesus. Um, concerning when you spoke on the part of Apostle Tate about you going somewhere preaching, your testimony um, from that was deep, Holy Ghost deep, because I say this because when, when the Lord has an expectancy out of his children, we are his children. So when we know better, we are expected to do what we know. So when we begin to astray from the truth and we go outward and we, we go away from the truth, Proverbs 16 and 18 says, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Before a downfall, yes, indeed. So he will reveal. And he'll, he'll warn you first. He'll say, all right, stop yeah. what you're doing. You'll hear him. You'll hear him. Um... Real quick testimony, I was married for 26 years. We got married, I would say, as kids, we, we were 21. That's really, really young. And so I hadn't had the Holy Ghost yet. We were married for a few years. We were getting in our mid-20s, and husband decided to step out on me. Only people that knew it was me and him. That was it. So we go to church one Sunday, and a preacher come up there. All of a sudden, my ex-husband started dancing in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost got a hold to him. Oh, he started crying, and the preacher revealed it. And he said, you have a wife mm -hmm. somewhere. Where is she? See, that's what the Holy Ghost was doing. God is going to reveal yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's going to ask you to stop, and you have not stopped. So then uh -oh. he revealed it. He revealed it right in front of everybody. My husband, ex-husband, ended up there just crying. But, but. I, too, had turned to sin. And Lord have mercy, I was sweating bullets and I was nervous. I said, now I'm in trouble. Oh, now I'm going to get in trouble. But guess what? The Lord was merciful to me and never said what I did. The, the preacher whispered in my ear. He said, it's going to be okay. The Lord said, you go and you don't do it anymore because he ain't holding you accountable mm -hmm. like that. Don't ask me why. Maybe it's because I didn't have the Holy Ghost at the time, but my ex-husband did, and he was raised as a young minister, so he knew. So God gets tired yeah. after a while, even though he's plenty and gracious and mercy. Pride goes before destruction yeah. and a haughty spirit before a fall. I guess he thought, yeah, I'm rolling. I got a wife at home. I got a girlfriend over here. Just like how you said the bishop or the preacher was doing mm -hmm. And the Holy Ghost will bring that out because God is expecting better of you. And sometimes some people do it unto death. Some of the big bishops have died behind these things without even mentioning names. I'm not being disrespectful and I won't mention names. But that's what happens. Pride goes before destruction and the Lord sends someone to warn. And when they just don't get it, then, then Apostle Tate came along and the Lord said, that's it. I, that's it. I've had enough of it. 
and it comes out. Mm. So people should be should be really frightened about that. You should be really yes, God fearing and frightened when you're doing things like that, and you can't go before God and say, "Help me, help me," and fall before Him and yes, tell Him Lord. of your sin and say, I, "I'm doing it, but I don't want to do it, Jesus. I don't want to." You got to come before God and let them stand out. You got to tell Him because He already knows. And when you do that, yes, He'll help you. He will help you. So it's not a it's not a him. He will help you. So anyway, everybody yes, tonight. Yes. I'm gonna take up all the rest of that time. Um, everybody be blessed and I enjoyed it. Amen. Mm. Amen. You have to realize that it is the goodness of God that leads all men, including me, apostle Popper, the guys that have to be the bishop of the Holy Spirit, his mother. To repent. It's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. His goodness is not to embarrass you, because he don't want you to go to hell. Amen. So stop hiding and sweeping under the carpet. Come straight with God, even in your closet. And ask God, even if you have to uh, talk to a minister that you don't know, that, you know what I mean? that nobody in your church knows for counseling over certain things. Because those in your circle have been the main ones that are going to stab you in your back. Amen or out. Amen. Talk to somebody, though. Get some professional help. You don't got to tell them what church you're at. You can tell them your nickname instead of your real name. Just call me uh, uh, Rocky. That was my nickname, Rocky. Just call me Rocky. I'm a minister, and this is what happened, and I need some help. I need counseling. I need prayer. I need an accountability partner. Get some help. Ask God who you can talk to. You mean it's a person that you don't know and they don't know nobody in your circle. But sometimes that's what it takes. But get that help. Amen. Because we're supposed to be here for one another. Amen. Anybody else have anything to say? Apostle, that was an awesome message tonight. I mean, you brought it on home to what expected of us as men and women of God, especially leaders. We uh, should be held accountable. We should have a higher standard of ourselves about what we do, what we say, where we go, because people are watching us. I tell them all the time that if you're going to lead, you must lead by example. Uh, you, your people are expecting you. If you want them to follow you, you got to do a better job than what you're doing. Line unmuted. No matter what is that, because what you're doing and what you're saying, people don't want to come to church because of what you're doing and what you're doing. You're asking for, uh, get in this $500 line. Get in this $1,000. God's going to do this. God's going to do that. Uh, 
it's it's really bad when 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 we got Christians doing robbing Christians, and it's a shame. Uh, it, it shouldn't be that way, but it is. But I, I thank God, Hallelujah, for, for delivering me from uh, uh, being a part of something one time. And I mean, I lost some money. Uh, some more people lost some money. I mean, one guy lost forty-five thousand dollars, and I mean, it that just like um, it wasn't nothing. It didn't mean nothing to them the way he did. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had people coming from everywhere to get be a part of what they had going on. I wanted to get in because I wanted to help and do and and offering and stuff. And my son said, "Daddy, don't get in there because I don't. I, that don't um, that don't sound right." And I got in mm -hmm. of five thousand dollars. And but it's, but behind all of that stuff, what they did, uh, you know, they had to pay. But the, they had to pay back that money to the government because the government they understand how you how can you give a person who has never worked a day in their life get them ten get them ten thousand hmm. dollars. And we had they had people down at the place by the town. And I mm -hmm. mean people, they were. They, I mean, they had about a thousand. When the people seen what was going on, they never had that many black folk down here. And that's there. They what's going on? Man, so I'm sorry, but you're going to have to move somewhere else. You can't stay here. But, uh, I mean, they had to pay for what they've done. And then uh, the mother had to sell off a lot of her jewelry and stuff to keep them, to keep them out of jail. And you just can't do God's people any kind of way. They're supposed to treat everybody right. Especially those in the household of faith. You just can't do people oh. like that any kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, everything that they had, all the money, all the cars and stuff, they lost everything, everything, everything. And, and you know, but it, I just thank God for you, for what you're doing. I really admire you for how you let the Lord use you, you know, what he uses you. I really appreciate your apostle. And in my heart, she me also keep up the good work. And in my heart, they live with Kushiki in my heart. God is in your corner. He's with you. He's for you. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. As long as you got him in the corner, you don't have to worry about me. But I really appreciate Amen. you. I really do. And just keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. Amen. Give God the glory, sir. Give God the glory. Amen. Talking to Mary Harris, you have anything to say, daughter? Mm. I mean, the whole thing, the, the, I, the whole thing I really got out of out of this uh, is the exposure, uh, exposure to the kingdom. Um, and when people get to the point when you're constantly pimping the kingdom or pimping God, there's repercussions that come behind that. And we have to learn to stop that. And that's the reason why. We, that's why we have all those prophecy lines and, you know, hundred and five thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars because they're pimping the kingdom pimping god 
but they don't realize when you pimping, you pimping, there's a repercussions of that because God gives you, especially if we are leaders, great accountability due to that, you know? And just like uh, Prophet Delphine said, and when she talked about, when she talked about the uh, people need to, they, 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 they don't walk in fear no more. Yeah, why they don't walk in fear? That's the reason why they're pimping. That's why they prostitute. You know, I call them, I call them um, hoes in the kingdom. That they just people just whores in the spirit realm because they're taking everything that people have. They take the lie, they take they take your livelihood, they take your money, they take everything. And if they can take your emotions, they can take that too. You know? So because because of that, like I said, he he's pulling through this even through this season, he's pulling the veil off for that reason. So we can get right. So the Ecclesia can get back in order. So our personal lives can get back in order. You know. And if they don't and, and, and if they don't get it right, if they keep continuing to pimping, like I said, you know, the Holy Spirit gonna pull out his AKA forty seven and, and they're gonna be out of gas. They're gonna be out of gas. They're gonna be gas. Yeah, the Holy Spirit got an AKA, got an M sixteen, got an M thirty two. Look, every form of weaponry they can, and call, and then, 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 uh, then a belt too on top of that. So, we we definitely have to walk in fear and trembling when it comes to, when it comes to kingdom, when it comes to yes, when it comes to that, you know, we have to learn to walk in fear, fear of as far as reverence and respect, and say, okay, let me think about what I'm doing, let you know. And, and and also because there's no self conviction. When there's no self conviction, then that's the reason why they're doing what they're doing. You know, with no type of no type of remorse. You know, no type of remorse. So all that stuff that's going on, like I said, not just in the social networks, outside the social networks, on TV, the biggest mega church ministries, all that all that foolishness and garbage is going on. But he's pulling, and that's why in the book of Revelation. In the book of Revelation, he was saying, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit was saying, okay, you got this wrong with your ministry. You got this wrong with the church. This is wrong with church. This is wrong with church. What do you think was happening right now? It's being revealed right now because the Holy Spirit is saying what it needs to say to the churches right now in the midst of the pandemic. You didn't go out there. You didn't labor out there in the ring yard. You take your money from people. You saying this is mine, 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 and not saying it belongs to him. Amen. This is my ministry. This is my church. I built it. I did. I found it. But no, you did not. God allowed it. Found it. No, I, I. No, it's not about you. Oh, I did this and I allowed this big old organization. Da da da. And it's built because of me. And God pulled out the blessings because of me. No, it did not pull down the blessing because of you. He had to send somebody in your life and stand the gap and wait for you to be in the position to receive it. But that's another that's another topic right there. Amen. But we give God glory. <laughs> we give God glory. We give God glory on tonight. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Well said, daughter. Amen. Apostle Noah, you let yourself off music yet? Almost mm -hmm. now. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I, I thank God for uh, for you and for the message. You know, you 
Mm. It was just a lot of it taking me in that I'm just going to eat on that, chew on that plate today.
everything that he pulled out, amen, from his mouthpiece, Father. And Father, just begin to strengthen him when he begin to sleep at night, amen, that he begin to rest easy on tonight. And for those who are out there, amen, for those, amen, my sis, amen, prophetess Eleanor, amen, on tonight, God begin to give her divine favor on her job, give her what is needed. We release and we deplete the stress level, amen, that is going on for her, even on the job. Father, we know what she's capable of doing, Father, but God, just give her divine favor, amen, that you do what you called her to do, amen, to move, amen, when God tells her to move. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for, amen, Bishop Goffin, right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray over Bishop Goffin right now in the name of Jesus, amen. He said, take heed, amen, take heed. Amen, man of God, that what, what the leader is saying, take heed, amen, because he is the one that has a key to your destiny in the spirit realm, and all it takes, and that's what it takes, amen, for God to take you to another level. He wants you to move, amen, when he tell you to move, but he got to tell you to turn the deaf ear. I don't know what's going on, but he said turn the deaf ear, amen, because God wants to move on your behalf. God wants to ship your ministry, amen, the ministry that he assigned you to, but in order for him to do that, you're going to have to clean the wax out your ears in the spirit realm. That's the voice of the Lord. And we thank you because there's anointing that is so high on you. Amen. That people are pulling on you. And that's the reason why you can't move the way God tell you to move. It's because amen. The elevation that God wants to give to you because you have too many people. Amen. Trying to pull on you. But I call forth a release in the atmosphere on your life. I call forth the release. Amen. In the, in the surrounding areas where you are. I call for for release so when god tell you to move amen if you got to move out of state he gonna allow you to move amen and it's not gonna be no turning back amen you got to serve him completely with your whole heart your whole mind and the family amen has to line up amen everything has to line up in order for you to shift to the level that god has called you to be my god my god father we thank you we, Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. Father, we thank you, O God. He says, no more procrastination, man of God. No more procrastination. No more. No more. No more. No more sitting. No more letting it go. No more. No more. I hear the Holy Spirit say, no more. Time is up. Enough is enough. Enough. It's time to, A, the Bible said move quickly, and you have to move quickly because time is running out. Time is running out. And Father said, amen. And he said on, on this season from tonight, amen, when you lay down on tonight, amen, the angels are going to visit you. It's going to visit you. And when he visits you, you're going to recognize, amen, that I'm the little You're going to remember and recognize, amen, the angels, amen. He's going to come to you. And everything you have to worry about, don't have to worry about no church hurt. You ain't got to worry about people hurt. Who cares? None of that stuff. Because guess what? what he says nothing shall separate you from the love of god and no hell ain't got nothing nobody has no hell to put you in 
You got to realize, amen, without the shadow of a doubt that God has called you at such as time as this, and you responded for a call. But now, I'm telling you right now, the Holy Spirit said, you have no choice because your life depends on it, says the Lord. He said, your life depend on it. So you have no choice. It's not just a call, but you got accountability and responsibility that God has called you in this season. You to train other leaders as well. But in order for you to train other leaders, you have to sit. Mind and be trained as well. All of us got to be trained. Because why? Because we are constantly have to be learners of his word. It doesn't matter what office we in, guys. It doesn't matter what position that we in. We always going to need that training. We're always going to need that instruction. We're always going to need that empowerment. We're going to all we're going to need it. Reason why? Because these are the keys, amen, that we have to go into the war zone. We have to have people that's going to go in the trenches that's going to pray with us, amen, that's going to travail with us, amen. We don't, we don't need nobody trying to pray us. It can't even pray us out of a paper bag. But we need somebody that's going to pray the hell out of some folks and pray the hell out of a situation. Father, we thank you. And we thank you for this opportunity that we are in on tonight. And we pray, oh God, that the ones that are listening, amen. We know that, see, one thing I know, that it's a pure, adulterated word of God was brought forth on tonight. And that's every Wednesday night, amen. Every throughout the week, every night, amen, that God has pulled out that pure, adulterated word that, see, people don't want to hear. But in this season, because God has taken people out of the traditional, he's He's allowing the Holy Spirit to move and to be what transforming their minds. And we speak in the atmosphere. We speak in the stratosphere. We speak in the hemisphere. Oh, we speak in the atmosphere. Where the airwaves are hitting off the bounce waves of the radio. Amen. We speak it right now. That their minds be transformed. That their souls be reconciled. That their all of their hearts are made up. Their mind is fixed. We call for a deliverance for those who even who's listening live right now. In the name of Jesus. And Father, as we get ready to leave on tonight, amen, may the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to wrestle the by in his kingdom forevermore until we meet again. God bless you.